Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 328 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today. Yes we've missed an episode yesterday, Uh, we will catch that up, probably not in today's episode uh, for I think this is a what we're going to look at today will cover one episode length and also because I don't have the time today to do that uh, but we will catch that up. Um, so we are going to begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials um, in Haggai and uh, Zechariah um, in the week of December the 5th to December the 11th and today uh, we're looking at Haggai um, particularly chapter 1 and then chapter 2 verses 1 to 9 um, and Haggai is um, a great uh, book of scripture only two chapters uh, but there's some very interesting and powerful uh, ideas and verses contained in these two chapters um, what's interesting about this book is that firstly Haggai means festivities or um, ho- holidays which is uh, apt as we are now truly into the Christmas season. So I thought that was a nice uh, little link there. But also what's interesting about Haggai is that it's quoted um, very little in general conference. It's the third least most quoted uh, book of scripture um, just before Song of Solomon and Nahum from last week, interestingly. So it's not very used very often, but there is you know some interesting things uh, in this chat, in these chapters, these two chapters, I should say, Haggai's whole focus is about the temple. Now, Haggai and Zechariah both go well together because they are both prophets uh, after the capture of Judah uh, into Babylon, uh, and they are focused in their prophecies and their preachings uh, to Ju- Ju- the Judah, the the, Ju- the people of Judah. Um, after this captivity and they return back to to Jerusalem uh, and they are told to build a temple. Now Haggai um, speaks at the same time of um, to Zerubbabel the governor of Judah and to Joshua the the son of the high priest Um, and he reminds them that the temple should have been built and in verse 4 it says is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your seal, sealed houses, and this house lie waste? Thou there, now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. So it's quite clear here that the people of Judah had gone, gotten back uh, from being in captivity. They were preparing to, to begin the work of rebuilding. Um, and there had been some time about a year or so, because it's in the second year of Darius the king, um, and the people have not yet begun to think about building this temple. They focused on building up their own houses um, and, on, 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 and on themselves. Um, it continues in verse 6, You have so much, and bring in little. Ye eat, but you have not enough. Ye drink, but you are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into it into a bag with holes. So this idea that material possessions and wealth and all these other things like that, um, they don't sustain us. They don't fill us. We will always want more. And ultimately, we can't take any with us. So the Lord is inviting the people here to consider their ways. Elder David A. Bednar said, quote, 
I invite each of us to consider our ways and examine ourselves, whether we be, be in the faith and, and prove our own selves. What have we learned during these recent months to life, of lifestyle adjustments and restrictions? What do we need to improve in our lives spiritually, physically, socially, emotionally and intellectually? Now is the time to prepare and prove ourselves willing and able to do all things whatsoever the Lord our God shall command us. Close quote. Um, we we are always are encouraged to consider our ways, to daily repent, to make sure that we are engaged in the work um, and that we are putting priority on uh, what the Lord has asked us to do. He asked the people here to, in verse 8, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I'll take pleasure in it and I'll be glorified, saith the Lord. Um, this, um, these, and there are many blessings that are foretold um, because uh, of building the temple, if they go and do it, um, that there will be, um, in verse 10, therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew and the earth is stayed from her fruits, indicating that the blessings that can be as, as the Jew, Jews in the morning, as in D-E-W, um, dew, um, all over the earth, um, over the, the plants and the grass and the fields, um, that could be restored, that can be uh, given as blessings across the earth. Um, and yet they're not having that because the temple has not been built. Um, and so this is an important reminder to these people about the temple. And for us, um, how does that relate to us? Well, of course, we're not being told to build the temple. I mean, obviously, there are many temples being built at this time, and there are um, great um, w- there is a great work going on to build temples across the earth. But for us who are you know living day to day members of the church who don't have that hand in building temples, uh, maybe directly. I mean, obviously, we we uh, are encouraged to pay our tithing and various other offerings to be able to support and sustain these great works, um, but. In terms of the temple specifically, our work is, of course, making sure that we hold a temple recommend and that we are using that temple recommend, um, that we are putting priority uh, to the spirit, things of the spiritual nature, uh, in particular the temple, so that we can have the blessings of the Lord into our lives. And if anything, going to the temple and making sure we have that appointment with the Lord is another incentive and focus for us to make sure our lives are in keeping with the standards and the, and the will that the Lord has for us. So easily we can find our lives slipping if we are not making the temple a priority because we don't have that need to keep it, um, our lives clean and pure. Um, of course, you know, we, we want to do that anyway as members of the church. Um, but having the temple as a goal and objective to visit and to regularly attend will be helpful uh, in that uh, in that goal as well. Um, now, they begin building um, this temple, um, and it's about a few months later or so, and the, the, word, the word of the Lord comes to Haggai again, and he says in verse 3, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory, and how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Um, yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Jezedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, 
and work, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. Um, in other words, the the beginning of this building of this temple is not very uh, grand, is not very um, ambitious, maybe, or, or, or possibly just respectful um, and reverencing the, and respecting the Lord because the glory of the house beforehand uh, was so great and grand and what they had built so far was not, you know, the best. Uh, and so he reminds them that they need to make it the best for the Lord. Um, and I imagine that there were a handful of people there that did remember the temple in its first glory uh, and wanted it to be um, done better. So again, thinking about how it applies to us, making sure that we are progressing, we are improving, we are remembering where our life has been uh, in our obedience and our faith and make sure that we can say that we are progressing in that rather than slipping in that, I think is an important point. Uh, some really important principles there in Haggai. Probably come to the end of that book now. Uh, it's only two ch- chapters long, uh, but some very interesting things to consider. So please do share your thoughts on what you studied on that. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and until we meet again. <laughs>